Welcome to the Life Beyond the Lens podcast, the podcast where we talk to artists about the things that push them, motivate them, and inspire them to create. Welcome to the Life Beyond the Lens podcast. I'm your host, Ken Nelson. Excited for this episode, everybody, but before we get into it, just want to share a few things with you. If you haven't seen my new series, I Vow, you got to check it out. It's on Facebook. We premiered the series a couple of weeks ago on Facebook Live, and uh, people really responded to the series well. We had over 10,000 views of the Facebook Live over that weekend. Um, you know, we had a, a live Q&A with the cast and we had a couple's Q&A with different couples coming on and we're talking about marriage. And that's what the series is about. The series is about our marriage. And you probably would have guessed it from the title, I Vow. But what's great about it is it's an anthology series. And what that is, is every episode is different. With a typical series, every episode kind of builds on the last episode. But with an anthology series, they're all different. And I brought in four different, well, three different writers and directors. I directed the first episode. Well, today's guests on the podcast are actually my actors um, from my episode. And I'm excited to for you guys to, 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 to hear what they have to say about the episode and just to, to learn about who they are personally. These are great people. Just remember, if you haven't seen Ival, after you listen to this podcast, head over to Facebook and search Ival series and you can check out the series. I'll also put the uh, link to the series in the show notes. All right, no further ado, enjoy the episode. I'm here today with three esteemed guests. We got Al Martin, Deborah Lane Spencer, and Letitia Thomas on the show today. And we're gonna talk about, you know, we're gonna talk about the film, the episode. Um, we're, gonna we're gonna get into that a little bit. We're gonna talk about who they are, you know, um, what drives them. And uh, just we're going to get into the weeds a little bit on this episode. So I just first I just want to jump in and just have you guys introduce yourself. I'm going to start with Miss Deborah Lane. How you doing, Deb? How you doing? Oh. Hello. I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> you guys great. Just go ahead. So, so what's up? How you doing? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm great. Uh, Deborah Lane Spencer been acting for many, many years. And uh, I'm always honored when I get projects that kind of challenge me. And so um, I came on set with Ken as like a student. And uh, hopefully I come on as a professional next time. No, I was, I was professional, but oh, I wow. learned so much. <laughs> I learned so much. So thank you for this opportunity. Oh, no, thank you. Um, I'm, I'm going to let everybody introduce yourself before I start going into my own, like, you know, how I got to know you all and, and, and some of the reasons why I'm like, I got to cast you all in this, in this episode. Um, so we gonna go with, um, what's up? How you doing, Leticia? So we go, I'm gonna say this though. Leticia is a budding, uh, superstar on TikTok. And oh, TikTok, TikTok. Killing it. <laughs> she, she in the quarantine, you know, we in the coronavirus quarantine right now, but she like turning the next, you know what I'm saying? Like she's in, in here, like just blowing up online. And so, um, Natisha, just tell the people about who you are and uh, and a little bit about, you know, the episode. Um, well, my name is Latisha Thomas, and uh, this is actually my first time acting, getting words on a, on in scene. So this is pretty cool to um, be able to um, see myself speak on film so it's pretty cool um a little bit about me um 
yeah, just, just trying to get into the acting industry, trying to learn and just be involved and be around other actors. So this was a great experience. Um, I'm married, so this film really hits home to me. I'm actually Friday the 17th will be my nine year anniversary. Oh, no, great. Yes, it, yeah, this film is about, you know, for those of you that, that may be listening to this and not know what Ival is about, it's, I mean, obviously the title, it gives it away, but it is about marriage. It's four different episodes about marriage. So it's an anthology series. And um, they all deal with different topics and they're all unique in their own way and really great messages in all the films. And so we got the last person we got, last but not least, Al Martin. So a lot of you, may, some of y'all may listen to this may be like, okay, that voice sounds familiar. If you're not watching it, you know, that voice sounds familiar. Al is like, you know what I'm saying? Al, you're a celebrity in Lansing, East Lansing, Lansing, oh. Michigan, and beyond. Like I, I got, I've been putting up the posts and um, a couple of people are like, wait a minute, is that Al Martin in the, in the episode? <laughs> is that Al? I'm like, yeah, that's Al. They're like, we didn't know he get up. So, um, Right. No, man, just tell people a little bit about who you are, what you do, man. And, and I'm, you know, I'm curious to know too, like, and we can kind of roll into it uh, with this question. I'm, how did you get into acting? Like what, what interest? Cause I mean, you, you started off in um, broadcasting, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So um, to give me just a, a little bit of background about me, like you said, Ken, man, I've been doing the, um, the broadcasting now professionally since 2012. So I went to Michigan state university uh, got my degree in broadcast journalism. I knew I wanted to to go into broadcast as soon as I got to MSU. Uh, so I got my degree in broadcast journalism and had a specialization in sports reporting. So I've been covering sports professionally here in Lansing, man, uh, since 2012. And I was prior to, to, to being at WKAR where I host a, a live daily radio show. And and by the way, I hope I want to say this too, man. I hope everybody is is safe. We're, we're going through some crazy times right now with, yeah. with quarantine. But I, I say that to also piggyback off that and say that it's really tough to do my job right now as a sports reporter because there are no sports going on. So you know, I, my show is a little bit different right now. But um, you know, I've been so I've been doing live radio, man, since 2013. Been doing TV uh, since my college days. So I went from went to Michigan State from 08 to 2012. Uh, and then start off at Channel 6 News in Lansing and uh, then went to WKAR. But how the, the acting thing came about, man, you know, it it, 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 all, it had really, for me, Ken, been something I always thought about, but I always said, oh, I'll get to that later on in life, one of these mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm. But, man, I had a moment, and I, and I don't know, you know, Dad can probably attest to this, Letitia can probably attest to this, you can, like, you know, because I'm a, I'm a very faith-based guy, and you just have moments in life sometimes where you know you hear from the man upstairs, right? right? So I had a moment, I'll never forget it. It was like early January of 2017. I was sitting in church, dude, at, at Riverview Church in the in the greater Lansing area. And uh, I'll never forget the message. It was on the book of Esther. And I just, I'm sitting there and this message just comes and hits me hard. And, and I just hear his voice saying, Al, I want you to try this acting thing. And I'm like, uh, I, I've heard, I've, I know I have been hearing it before, but this, one, this time it was, it was like really so clear. Tell me why, long story short, I ignored it then, like at all, and I've been doing it for, for years. Later on that night, same night, I'm driving to the gym and I had on, I think it was Joe Osteen radio. Tell me why he's preaching on the exact same message. I kid you not. I had a moment in my car before I got my workout in, like, all right, I don't know how we gonna do this, but we gonna do it. And, it's, and, that's, and that's where we started from there, bro. Wow, wow. So what was your first thing? What was the first thing you did? 
man, the first thing I did was kind of reach out to, to the circle that I knew had been already been active. So I had a lot of friends who were, were theater majors um, at Michigan State. And I just kind of reached out to them and, and, and asked them, you know, where do I start? And that led to me meeting people who were casting directors and acting coaches, linking up with them, getting into an online class at first, going to some workshops, and then just studying the craft, man. And, um, you know, it just kind of took off from there. So it, it really is, a lot of it is who you know, because if you yeah. don't have great networking abilities, and if you can't connect with other people who are in the industry, because that's what really lends opportunities. I mean, with, with us, Ken, you know, I, I, we, we found each other online, right? Right, right. And right. then you're like, oh, man, I got this, this part I want you to read for if you're interested, man. And, and it kind of just went from there. So um, a lot of networking, bro. And that, that just led to me just meeting other people in the, in the industry, which, which lended opportunities. Yeah, because I didn't even – so I knew who you were just from being – you know, I worked at Michigan State, went to Michigan State, and I remember when you came in, when you first came in WKR. And so I knew who you were, but we had never met. And um, so you reached out to me, like, about Sincerely Brenda. And you just said, hey, what's up, man? You know, saw the film, blah, 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 I heard about it. I'm like, how did you – who been talking? You was like, oh, I've been some chatter around the college. And so I'm like, oh, dope. I'm like, sweet. And so we just kept in touch on IG, you know, talking back and forth just really just like I would post like you always posting scriptures or always posting like something motivational and I would just like like it or say something and we would just talk back and forth we never had that lunch now we really I don't know when we gonna get the lunch <laughs> <laughs> hey when that lunch is gonna happen right, all right when, gonna happen. when this thing is clear we go we may have to stay six feet away from each we other gonna, it's hey, gonna happen all right we just got to do a zoom <laughs> lunch we got to bring it to the zoom call and just, <laughs> just saying, like right so and and I I remember like when I when I wrote this this part I'm like man, who can play? And I just, um, I was, I, you would put up videos of, of just doing like scenes and you, I forget which one it was, but I saw one. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have to reach out to Al for this. Usually when I write parts, I already got somebody in mind for it. Like, and so I just like, I, I see certain characteristics or mannerisms and it's the spirit of these characters, you know, it's, it's a spirit there. And I'm like, I gotta cast it appropriately because it will not come across. And so that leads me to Deb, like, yeah, I know. Deb always surprised when I like, I'm always just catching you off guard. <laughs> um, Deb, like, no. So I re I saw you first in um, my homeboy Zach's film. Um, right on. Little, well, the first Little Church. Oh, wow. And, little Church. Yeah, okay. And I didn't even realize it was you until I saw Right On. Wow. And, and so I saw you in Right On. And then I saw you in Birthday Behavior. And I was like, yeah. dang, she got range. Cause I'm like, <laughs> that's range. And I'm like, all right, this, so Dina was probably, and, and Dina is the character in my, in my um, episode was very difficult for me. Cause I was like looking around like, man, I, I gotta have somebody that, that carries a certain spirit on them and a maturity, um, you know, and a certain, like, I don't know how to like, just she, Dina is very, she was very internal. Yeah. And so a lot, I write a lot of characters that are just very internal. And that's hard to, to portray sometimes on screen. It's a lot of times you watch stuff and everybody's talking. The lines are very like on the nose and they're saying exactly what they're feeling. And so this is quite the opposite. Everybody in this film was like saying not exactly what they were feeling. It was just a lot of uh, stuff under the surface going on, subtext. But, but anyway, you know, I think I saw you right on. I'm like, that stayed in my head. I saw your audition. 
And I'm like, yeah, that's it. But then like, it was a whole nother energy that you brought to the set. And I think I want to ask you like, I mean, where'd you go for that? So I have uh, three sisters and two of them are divorced and one is still married. And there are still times I have conversations with my sisters and I find out things that they went through in their marriage that they never told us about, you know? And um, I remember having a conversation with one of my sisters about this script. And she was telling me, if I could, if I could tell you exactly how I felt being pregnant, um, not feeling wanted, you know, all this, well, I don't want to give it away. But anyway, um, she was like, I'm Dina. And that changed everything for me because I realized that Dina had a voice and that there were women who would feel, who feel that way, have felt that way and will feel that way. And so I just, I don't know, I just took on the life of what they couldn't say and use that opportunity to say it for them. But I feel like as actors, that's what we are. We are storytellers. Mm-hmm. We take stories and we make them come alive. And um, so, yeah, that's, pretty much how I internalized it and how it came together. So how, like, cause I know I was, before um, you hopped on, I was talking with Atisha and Al about um, just the chemistry. That was the one thing that I was nervous about with this film because <sighs> the chemistry between the couples and the chemistry among the four, among the group. Uh, I was nervous because you guys never, you know, you didn't. Did you know Chaz before this? I know you know of Chaz, but have you? Met- I knew of him. I knew of him, but I had never met him. We've never hung out. We've never had a two-second conversation. So what was the conversation when you guys came? Because I saw you guys talking, to talking, and, and with each other, and really trying to um, connect on set, so that when you had to do those hard scenes, you know. Yeah. I, you guys, so what, I mean, if you don't mind, you don't want to get away to some of this trade secret, sure. but just talk a little bit about like what you guys did together to get to this, that space. So basically I told him I'd give you a thousand dollars if you perform well. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> That'll work. That'll work right there. <laughs> he was like, oh, let me put on my good acting. Right, right, right. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, honestly, um, the, Chad said one thing. He's like, I got you. I got you. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you go, I'll go. And so no, it, it, it is imperative to have a scene partner who is willing to go there with you right. or to go places that pulls you to another level versus being flat or, you know, taking the scene down. And so when he said that, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. We're here. We are here. This is Dina. She is here. This is not, this is not Deborah. I'm not Deborah. I am Dina. And even with Letitia and Al, I mean, it was just like dynamic. The chemistry was crazy. We initially, like our spirits all connected immediately. I was like, Like, oh, that's that's the answer. Yeah. For sure. For real. And, and we've been connected ever since. There is, no, I mean, I'm talking about spiritually. Um, we're supporting each other outside of this. We're getting through this quarantine together as, <laughs> as a family, as an acting family. And so, God, I'm about to get emotional. I am really getting emotional because that's important to have people who look beyond themselves. This is art. We're creating art every time we step on that stage. 
and you have to be unapologetically dope when it comes to creating art and you have to be confident in what God has given you and the cast that you picked for I vow I mean just support, support I can't even talk I'm look tears Jesus <laughs> <laughs> well I'm done for the night <laughs> uh, no no that's real no, yeah I, it was awesome chemistry <laughs> did. what you said was just it's very true like you have to yeah. really support each other um as artists it's a tough industry i mean it is it's tough sometimes it can be very lonely it can be very competitive you know and it's just great to see a group of people that you know hold each other up and so sure Letitia, like let me roll into let me talk about you for a minute because you said this was like your first your first film um and so i remember you know when i wrote mercedes i'm like all right again it's another character that is portraying something uh, externally and has a whole nother thing going on internally. And Mercedes' character had, I think, I don't know if I had this conversation with you. I can't remember. You might remember how I said it. But, you know, she had the potential to be some of the dialogue and some of the lines could come off kind of like showy or cheesy. And, and I don't know. I remember I said something to you in the email. And I don't know if you remember about how to approach her. Oh, you told me to uh, make her objective be love. Uh, that kind of changed everything for me, too, because I was like, oh, she just wants to be loved. So maybe her husband isn't loving her the way she wants, and she wants, she just wants love, no matter from whom, you know, she just wanted it. So Yeah, and so that came across subtly and, and so well. So my wife watched it and she said, you know, she looked at Mercedes and Rashad and said, I wonder what their marriage is like. Like, I wonder if Mercedes is really happy. Like, and that's the vibe she picked up just from all the subtleties that, you know, and so that's not easy to do people. You listen, if you're an actor and you're listening to this, like, if you haven't seen episode one, definitely check it out and you'll see what we're talking about with all the actors. Like, there's a lot of subtext, a lot of subtleties, and that's not easy to do, you know? And it has to come from a deeper place. It has to come from preparation. So you sent me your audition, Letitia. I remember when you got the role, we were doing the readings, and uh, you it was this one reading where you were kind of like, it seemed like you were just kind of like hesitant about certain things and, and just really kind of shy. And I think I asked you, I'm like, so are you shy in real life? Are you like reserved? You're like, nah. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm like the life of the party. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, what's going on? Like, so I'm like, I see all your Instagram videos and I see your know, Facebook. And I'm like, I, that's not the person that's. And so that there was a switch there. And I remember you said, I, you probably sensed I was a little worried. And I was, I, I was very worried about um, this script because I'm like, man, we don't have a lot of time to really, to, to really get into the weeds. And, and you said, you said, Ken, don't worry. I got you when I come on set. I'm about to be ready. I got you. You don't have to worry about it. And I'm like, dang. And when I, I'm, yeah. And I took all. It took all the the worry away. And I remember Al. We had a conversation. It's funny because I remember saying, like Al, like um, your voice is so known. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. That was my yeah. worry. I'm like, you cannot. I'm like, you gotta find his voice. Al, talk about that. How, you you found his voice, and there's some other things that you had to dig to get Rashad, because you know you totally switched it up, and it, and it was I could see the difference. Let's talk about your preparation. Right, and you, and you know what? It's so funny, man. Um, because you were you were talking right before we uh we began the podcast. How like a lot of 
creatives, a lot of artists, we don't, we find it a bit uncomfortable going back and watching our work or listening to our work. So when you, when you gave me the note about, um, you know, finding Rashad's voice and you can't be broadcast out on WKAR, right? I went back and I haven't done this since probably I first got the job on radio, but I went back and I listened to myself. Um, I think a show I had done earlier that week and I'm like, okay, that's what I sound like to the public. Cause I, I'm not consciously thinking about that every time I hit the mic, right? Okay, I can't sound like that when I'm, when I'm portraying Rashad, even though there are some characteristics that he shares when it comes to being maybe a broadcaster. Cause he, you know, char Rashad's charismatic. He's the, you know, like you said, with, with, with uh, you know, Letitia and Life of the Party, that's how Rashad is, is in this film, right? I had to I had to really go deeper and find how I can still channel that charisma without being so over the top, right, and broadcasty, right. So I I, I just kind of I toned down my voice a little bit, and I actually to try and find some motivations behind what Rashad is thinking throughout the film. Uh, I wrote um, uh, a journal, uh, a backstory for Rashad that was about like ten pages. So I would like write like um, two pages. Um, every week leading up to the film, I'm just kind of thinking, okay, where is his motivations coming from? So in the process of that, listening to myself, um, I, I found a, a, a nice comfort in who Rashad could be on camera. That's what I tried to, that's how I tried to tackle. No, that was good. Now, and I could tell, um, and there was just, again, certain mannerisms and, 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 and certain, y'all just fell really into, especially the scenes in the living room, the scene in the kitchen, that scene in the kitchen, you know, where you guys were just talking about, you know, memories and in school. And a lot of that was ad-lib too. But again, the chemistry right there, that's where it really was just, I think we were, I don't know what time that was. That was Saturday at about, you know, we had had it for, for some hours at that point. But again, and even speaking of that, the energy levels, y'all energy levels never went down. Like, and it was like 11 o'clock midnight. We had that dance scene. That was the last thing we shot. And it was like, it had to be like midnight. One of the y'all was just like, come on. Yeah, and Ken, I remember, man, when we were having problems with the lighting. Remember that one time? And Patricia and I were sitting there, and you, and you got uh, <laughs> Deb and Chaz on the other end. It was a long, it was probably like 30, 40 minutes before we got that lighting figured out. Yeah. So we had to, I felt like Letitia and I, we were sitting there like, all right, we just got to turn it on whenever they say ready to go. Because when you have some yeah. downtime like that, it's hard to stay in the mode. But when yeah. that, when, when you got, mm -hmm. when you guys said action, we had to go right back to that place, you know? I want to know, like, through, as an actor, like, and this is for some, some, you know, up and coming actors out there, like some nuggets for them. Like, where are you at? Like, where, when you in the scenes, when y'all riffing and talking with each other, and, and where do you go? I mean, what is it? Like, are you waiting for the line, you know? Or is it just like, you just feel free to talk about that feeling a little bit? Like, Deb, I'm sorry, what you talk about that. Where do you? How does that feel for you? It, it's interesting. I feel like it's two things. One, yes, you're waiting for the lines, but two, you're in it, you're feeling it. And sometimes I'll have moments where I'm like, pull back. Are you looking dumb in this moment? <laughs> like, cause I'm here, like I am really here. Um, <laughs> and, and it's, but it's a lot that goes through your mind. It's like, okay, your eyes are the window. And so keep your eyes open. You don't want to blink so much. You don't want to stutter. You want to make sure you say those phrases where he knows this is his line or she knows this is her line, you know. But um, majority, of, majority of the time, it's I'm here. Like, I'm here. I'll even have moments where afterwards I'll go, you was there. 
Yeah. Or I'll go, you were not there. Can we do that again? You know, in my mind, I'm like, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a couple of things that, so I'll say for new actors, there are going to be things that go through your mind, but you have to like lock in and just be there. Yeah. No, I, you know, you reminded me of like this moment when we were shooting in the bathroom, the bathroom scenes with you and Chaz. <clears throat> and this is a, this is kind of a, a lesson for directors. I think directors, you need to make sure you're creating a space where your actors can trust you and can trust that they're safe um, yeah. to to really explore and to to so like when you said that what, what Chad said to you, I got goosebumps when he was like, "I got you," because that's the environment you got to create as a director. You got, sure. I got you. You can experiment. You can explore. I'm not gonna make you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. and so I remember. It was maybe twice in the bathroom, and it was some heavy stuff that you had to get to a place you had to get to. And I remember I'm like, everybody get out, <laughs> just get, get out. out. <laughs> I, I sensed it. I saw like we were doing the take, and then I don't know what happened. I saw it in your face, like, and and I'm like, oh okay. I'm like, everybody get out, and then I left. And then I remember I don't know, you know, if you want to talk about what you did in that quiet space, sure. you were in there, yeah. So there's a thing in acting called um, substitution or with method acting, you have to sometimes substitute the real and go somewhere else, right? So me and Chaz both lost our parents at the, around the same time. And so we had that conversation. And so when I'm talking about our broken relationship, I'm thinking of, my father, you know, I'm thinking of what's been broken in my family before, seeing as I haven't been married before, but what have I, what's been broken? What is, what, who is the person that I want to ask questions to, but I can't get answers from? And how does that feel? So there were moments where I needed to go there and you allowed me to go there and to think about my father and to cry and to wonder and to ask questions to my dad. And that brought about emotions. It brought about, you know, and so in that moment, I'm in the bathroom with my, I'm, I'm, I've turned it to my mom and that's, you know, my dad. Wow. And I'm just a fly on the wall watching them have a conversation that they probably would have had, you know? Wow. Um, and so, and, and so to you, thank you for allowing that. I've been on sets before where it's time for you to go somewhere to an emotional place and they're laughing and having a good old time. And, they don't give the actors that respect. And some people feel like even amongst chaos, you should still be able to perform. But again, it is art, <laughs> it is art. And um, sometimes the atmosphere has to be set in order for art to go, you can't, it's art. <laughs> so oh, thank no you. Doubt, no doubt, no, yeah, of course, no. I, and like I say, cause you, you have to be in tune with, and I, and I used to act like, I grew up and I wanted to be, that's why I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to go to Hollywood and I wanted to be- Oh, wow. No, yeah, that's all I did. I was in middle school. In middle school I was on stage. That's, I did a lot, so much stage, and I and I um wanted to, that's that's all I wanted to do. And so I love actors. I love actors, and so I know the struggle. And but I realized I'm like, eh. you know, after I got older, I'm like, I actually love working with actors more than I like to act because, <laughs> I, you know, exactly creating that space, creating that, and, yeah. and creating these roles where they could just dive into and just have fun in these roles. Um. Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that's, I mean, 
not to you know people people are entitled to you know people have their their um experiences where they come from and they write from from um you, they have the freedom to do that but from my lens i'm like i want to create roles for actors that aren't um seen often that's what drives me you know i'm like i want to create these characters where people can see them and it just opens them up the viewers it opens them up and they're like yo i haven't yeah. seen this in my community or i haven't seen this like before all oh, that's me man that's me that's so yeah. honest like i can't help but to be affected you know i want to create create those type of roles those type of films and like Letitia, what i want to ask you um because you're newer to um acting and like i know just from some of your posts and some of the things you, you've said in your posts like you've gone through many different evolutions like you say you know <laughs> and, to get to this point and like so talk about that though like where like um how'd you get to this point as, as far as wanting to have you always wanted to act is, you know for sure like um as a kid I can remember like watching like Holly Berry is my favorite actress so like anything she was in like I was just like in awe like you know this pretty black woman who favors like my mom and my aunts and it's like that could be me, you know? And I just always like was inspired by like seeing, you know, women represented on screen. And I was just like, I was always animated as a kid. Like my dad would like record me doing all kinds of things. And so like, I was comfortable with the camera. Like I just, it was just something I wanted to do, but I, I had my son young and I just kind of put that aside and I didn't really think about it anymore. Um, and then I started, I went through a depression, a really low place in my life. And I wasn't in school anymore like I had did like two years in college and I dropped out and I was just kind of like I'm just a mom I'm just a mom like I don't have any goals I don't know who I am and I started doing like makeup to like make myself feel better because my mom never let me wear makeup as a kid so as an adult I'm like 22 years old never wore makeup before <laughs> so I'm like I get on YouTube and I'm like you know I was separated from my husband at the time so I'm like I just want to look beautiful so I started doing my makeup. I got really good at it. And people were like, oh, can you do mine? And I'm like, well, I'll try, you know. So I started doing my friend's makeup. Then it evolved to me getting clients, me doing YouTube. And then, like, I was, like, back into in front of the camera. So I'm like, oh, wait. Like, it sparked, like, okay, wait. We can take this from just being on YouTube, doing makeup tutorials to you can build a brand, you can act, you can model. Like I just took it to the extreme because I was just like, I refuse to be depressed anymore. So I like wanted to get out of that. So it gave me a purpose and it gave me something to to focus on, you know? So it just kind of evolved and I'm just like, I'm here now. So it's like, it, it, yeah. it really worked. So God is good because I really was yeah. in a low place and now I'm just like living my dream. So this is awesome. <gasps> I was going to ask you what, you know, that's the next question for everybody. What, what's the why, what pushes you all? And so um, is that your main, you know, going through the depression and then coming out <laughs> on the side and it, and it's kind of like one of those things, is it constantly, you know, is it chasing you, you know, the depression? Is it like, yeah, it does. Um, you know, people want to see you fail. They want to see you crack, but um, I use it. I use it in my life. I use it in, you know, everything that I do. So it keeps me motivated. So. Like knowing yo, my thanks, thanks for being so so open and honest, Letitia. That's yes. brave, yo. That's brave, man. Living that, living that. I love that. There are yep. so many lives out there that you can touch. There's somebody that may be thinking, oh, I'm going to keep this to myself. 
and just are holding it in and they may be depressed because they may be going through that same thing but to hear another yeah. voice open up that way you have no idea how many people you can impact and inspire so uh, that's, that's that's beautiful and, and, and continue to be uh be, be brave that's i love that i have one more question for you leticia um i'm curious am i saying your name wrong or are they saying your name wrong they are i was gonna say <laughs> Oh, we saying it wrong. Well, thank you. It's Letitia. T. I know it's spelled Letitia, but it's Tisha. I was like, okay, now nah, I've been saying Letitia. You mom, correct me. Like, I've been saying it like wrong all this time. I'm like, so I gotta. Ask. I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's three of us, so it's Alicia, Tanisha, Letitia, which is like. Look, I, you know what? And I'm like, I what was my mom thinking? Like, what was you thinking? I've been covering Letitia. myself. Sometimes I say Letitia, and sometimes I say Letitia, just to make sure. Exactly. I don't know if you've been noticed. I've been doing both of them, so. I'm going to just call you Lala. How about that? <laughs> yeah, so I have to throw you on the bus. My bad. You know, my bad. <laughs> right. No, I was going to say something. I was like, y'all know my name is Letitia, right? <laughs> but I didn't want to be rude, because, like, I've had teachers I've known for, like, 20 plus years who still call me Tish, and I'd be like, it's cool. Man, you know, at least close. people call me Kevin. I can't stand when people call me Kevin. I'm like, oh my Kevin? Yeah, man. They say Kevin. They be like, Kevin, I'm like, and it depends. Sometimes I'll correct you. I'm like, it ain't worth it. Whatever. I ain't going to see you again. It's good. What's up? <laughs> right, right, uh, right. So, um, oh, but like, what, what drives you? Like, Deb, like, what, what is, is driving you? It, it gets tough. Like you said, like you, you, you said earlier in the podcast, um, with that support is big on that, but obviously it was coming from a place of, I'm sure you've gone through a lot in this industry. Sure. Um, and, and just talk about that for and talk about what pushes you talk about, you know what I'm saying? Some of your, your, your failures, if you don't mind talking about the things that pushed you to the next level. Sure. I had a lot of failures. No, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think, I think it's a why not type of thing. I, when I was younger, I took that scripture or that story literal in the Bible where God had given them talents and, you know, one guy buried his and one guy, you know, used it, et cetera. And I always would say, I want to use my talents, like all of them. And I'm a Jackie of all trades. But the problem was, is that I was a master of none, right? I can play the flute. I can play the piano. I can sing. I can dance. I can act. I'm an engineer. All that good stuff. But I wanted to master something. And acting is the one thing that I've been trying to master for years and so that's my why not and um the failures i feel like is one i got a theater and film is not theater it is more you know, breaking up there and in a closed space and theater is big and grand you know and mm -hmm. so when i when i look back on a lot of my first projects I am just grand and big and I'm just giving you too much. <laughs> and um, now uh, when I look at how I'm evolving, I haven't evolved, but how I'm constantly evolving. I wish I could go back and do so many projects over, you know? Um, so yeah, and I, and I think it, it's, it's scary when your failures are shown all across the world. Like people still show stuff and I'm like, why are they? Why is it out? You know, I can't, I can't take it back. It's what I gave. And so um, to any actor listening, know that you're going to make mistakes. 
and just just grow from them like don't be your worst critic it's hard to see yourself on film um but just take notes on yourself always critique yourself and always learn i am constantly in acting classes and i'm constantly in seminars and workshops and learning because i want to know i want to know it all i don't know i don't know much I yeah, know yeah. That's the superpower though. That's one of your superpowers. And you th I think um it was one of the notes on set too. I remember you 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 come from, you know, I have that theater background and I yeah. and that's one of the things that I had to go through. I was doing a workshop years ago in Detroit, acting workshop for screen, and I was on stage for years, and the guy would always tell me, This isn't theater, like the camera sees the smallest detail. Yeah. You don't have to like open your eyes that big or you don't have to look sad like that. It's like yeah. this isn't stage. The camera sees all the details. And so that was yeah. always pounding to my head. And and so I remember on, on set, I remember it was a particular scene and for a moment you went you went theater. I think it was the scene yeah. and you were talking about you were talking, I don't want to give it away, but you guys are really opening up and talking about some things that needed to be discussed. And you you went big, but then you know, we were like, no, don't. It was like, use your voice, but like restrain it. Because it's a, it's really a superpower. You got a lot of power as an actor. Yeah. Like, and, and to be able to wield that, to be able to restrain that power and like give people doses of it and control it. And that's that's amazing. And you did that. Like, you're a great listener. That's the one thing I, I noticed that you're a great listener. Um, Thank you. And it was like, dang, you took that note immediately and like, you know, did your thing with it. And so I'm like, that's, that is a, but again, you know, superpowers, you have these great powers, they can be used, misused, if you don't know how to control. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So, so, so Al, man, what, what's driving you? Um, again, you're newer to, to, to acting. Mm -hmm. And but talk about, I mean, what pushes you, what drives you, even, even, I mean, being in this industry, you're still like, you know, broadcast is a tough industry, you know, and I know it's even, it's getting even tougher now with all the tech, I mean, it's, it's some great things that's happening because of technology, but also, you know, some, some challenges, but, but talk about, man, what, what has pushed you through that and, and what's pushing you to um, acting and going into this industry. Yeah, man. I mean, I see a lot of a lot of parallels between um, the broadcasting world and the acting world. I mean, first off, like you just said, Ken, I mean, the broadcasting world is, is so competitive. You know, everybody wants to be on TV. Everybody wants to do radio. Right. And, you know, I had a lot of people telling me, man, when I went to Michigan State and I'm spending 20 K a year. Right. To go to MSU and study broadcast journalism. They're like, don't you want to study something more? you know, to the route of a guaranteed paycheck than a maybe paycheck when you graduate. And, and that's why I've always loved my life this way, Ken. It's like, dude, you only got one life to live, man. And, you know, I think we're all learning that going through this moment in our world's history, right, where you got one, one life to live. And you better go after what you want in life and take risks, man. I truly believe you got to live in that space or else you won't fully be happy. And for us actors, um, Deb, Letitia, uh, Letitia, <laughs> Chaz, Ken, all you guys can attest to this, man, that it's truly a calling. It yeah. really is because you got to be a little crazy, right, to want to be an actor, to to want to be a broadcaster. You got to be a little crazy because there's so much competition out there. Everybody's trying to do this. 
You know, you, you probably have moments. We all have those moments like, why me? Why do I, why, 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 right? It's something inside of you that is telling you, keep going. This is what mm-hmm. you're meant to do. It's truly a calling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I honestly believe, man, that if I don't chase this acting dream, I won't feel artistically full. I know that. You know, as, as I continue, if, if I wasn't to chase it, as I continue to live life, I know it's, it's always going to be on that shoulder. Like, Al, right. when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? Right? So, and I, I never, I don't live my life with any regrets. That's why I, I chase broadcasting, because that was a calling I heard. Um, and also, man, I, w- I want to, I want to inspire. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you know, I'm big on that, Ken. I think um, our, our, one of our jobs as human beings living this earth is to inspire those around us to be better in, in any kind of way, just be a better person. And I, and I, and I truly believe I can do that. Uh, one, of course, through the life you live, going after this dream and the performances I put on screen, mm-hmm. um, where, where somebody yeah. looks at that performances because, you know, I, I, I got actors I look at all the time on the screen, whether it be, a, you know, a, a Jason Bateman or a, a Michael B. Jordan or, a, you know, Chadwick Boseman, Denzel Washington, Letitia brought up Halle Berry. I mean. We, we gravitate towards those people because we see them on screen and, and, and something when we see them inspires. And I want to do that to other people. Um, and then also, man, and the final thing is to prove that I can do this. I am so competitive, so damn competitive that when, when chasing this thing, I want to, I want to be able to tell myself years down the line, that you made this happen and you gave it all you got. I want to prove to myself, to Alan Martin, that I can make this happen and 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 make this dream come true. So it's so that's like fourfold for me when oh, it when it comes funny. to that. It's a lot of layers there. <laughs> oh, that was great. Man. That was great yeah. because I mean it's it's real. Like I I'll be honest, I I want to. Sometimes it seems like every week, I just want to throw in the towel. I'm like man, forget this. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> For real, and if, you know, the people that's listening, yeah. I mean, it's just the truth. Like, it's uh, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Like, sometimes it's like, why am I? Like you said, how you gotta be crazy. It's like, why am I doing this? I mean, there, there. It's one of the only industries, you know, the arts, where it's not a clear blueprint on how to make it and how to get a paycheck. Like, you know, you could be a doctor, mm-hmm. lawyer. You can. It's tough. And I'm not saying those industries are easy. Like, it's still tough to make it and be at the top of your game in those industries, but there is a clear blueprint. There's like, okay, if I do X, Y, and Z, I can make it here. I can get my own practice. I can be, you know, I can have a, I can be a partner at this firm if I do these things, but acting and, and, and filmmaking and, and it's just not clear, you know? Right, right. It's not, it's not, it, it's, it's a, it's a combination of different things for those who are successful in it. Um, one, of course, being hard work, but, um, you know, also just, just keeping going, man. You know what I mean? Just keeping going. That, that's just that little thing. Just, just don't not throwing in the towel because you never know how close you may be to something big or meeting somebody. So yeah, um, yeah you just got to keep going, you know? I agree. I would say like, uh, you definitely go from faith to faith with, with this, with the arts. Um, Cause like every time, like, I'm just like, what am I doing? Like I tell my husband, like he works at Chrysler. I'm like, just give me a referral. I could be, you know, get my little, <laughs> my, my watch and just live my life. You know what I mean? And just have that, you know, security. And like, every time I just like, I want to quit, then like something happens where God is like, nope. And I, it sparks me right back up again. So like, it's just faith 
to faith to faith to faith. So it's like when you start to doubt, it's like God will throw you a bone and be like, no, I gave you this dream. I gave you this vision and you're going to see it through. So definitely. So real. And it's so important to have a support team too, man. You got to have people So important. It's so important. Like you were talking about Deb and, and, and when it comes to our cast and us still keeping in touch, you know, it's, it's a joy for me to see all of you guys um, yeah. continuing to pursue it, you know, seeing Letitia blow up on TikTok. I love seeing that stuff, man. Because if you don't have people supporting you, it is so easy to doubt yourself and to let that disease infect you to where you just want to give up and throw in the towel. You've got to sure. have a good support system. For sure. Letitia, um, you recently posted something that was very transparent <laughs> about how people were trolling you. And I think that mm-hmm. a lot of times people are chasing fame and you want to be an actor, you want to be a singer, you want to be this, you want to be that. But there's always going to be haters and people who will test your character and who will test your patience and try to come at you. So you have to know that you are committed to this thing. Because if you're not committed, those little things, those trolls, those haters, your family not supporting you, those things could like deter you easily. And so I just want to encourage you, my sister, and to let you know that you are killing it. You are dynamic. And I I just want to see you win. I know you go, you're winning already, but I just want to see the best for all of us. You know what I'm saying? We're all going to win because we're at least trying. God has to bless our effort, you know? And so just keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go. On that note. Like I told Ken, I'm like, y'all my family. Y'all cannot get rid of me now. Like, we got cousins for life. Like, then, oh, that's my sister. Like, oh, I love you, girl. Yes, right. Sure. No, I appreciate yeah. y'all. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm done. I'm not going to follow that up. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> good. Like, this has been a great, great podcast. I really thank you guys for taking the time out. Um, I can't, you know, if you haven't seen Ival, guys, go check it out. It's on Facebook. I'll put the link in the show notes. But uh, just support, support, support these wonderful actors, these wonderful people. Um, I'll put you guys' profiles in the show notes so people can people go follow them, follow them, follow them, and share what they're doing with everybody else. Um, support is just huge. You know, the support is yeah. huge. Please go out, support these actors, and uh, check out the film and share it with your friends, especially if they're married, if they're thinking about getting married, um, engaged, they need to see this, they need to see it, they need to see it. Thanks for listening to the Life Beyond the Lens podcast. Please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. We'll see you next week.